Welcome to Wine with Whitney, the podcast where raw authenticity meets genuine conversation. Join your host, me, Whitney, as I uncork the bottled up thoughts and spill the juiciest stories. Get ready for laughter, vulnerability, and a generous pour of real talk. This is a space where whining is an art, and every episode is a journey into the unfiltered world of Whitney. So grab a glass, settle in, and let's uncork some wine together. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests. They do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of any other individual, organization, or entity. Information shared on Wine with Whitney is for general informational purposes only and should not be considered professional advice. In today's episode, I want to take a little bit deeper of a dive into weight loss. Last week, I talked about um, the weight loss medications that I offer at my wellness practice and um, really went over how they work and um, tried to answer a lot of questions that people typically ask about the medications. This week, I want to change directions a little bit and kind of talk about my weight loss journey Um, how I've used the medications and how they've helped me. So to really understand my journey, I probably should give you guys a little bit of a background on me. I've struggled with my weight my entire life. I look back to when I was younger. For some reason, I thought I was fat. I wasn't. Um, (laughs) And I feel like that's the experience that a lot of people have. We look Um, back at ourselves in high school or in our teenage years, and we would kill to have that body back. And so that's kind of been my, my experience as a young person, I felt like I was too big. And I mean, I grew up in an era where size, there were size double zero and zero. And so the media at that time, what was portrayed as beautiful was someone that was so skinny, like stick skinny. And so that's what in my head, I felt like I should look like. So I feel like that's where a lot of my weight loss problems come from is just um, what was portrayed in the media was not necessarily realistic for everyone. For some people, yeah, that was realistic, but for me, it was not. And so I've struggled with my weight my whole life. I had my kids young. And so, you know, having, after having kids, your body changes. So went through all of that as well. I actually did fairly well in my twenties as most people do, um, with maintaining their weight, but I had a lot of ups and downs. I absolutely noticed that my weight was more difficult to control when I had other big things going on in my life. So um, I've spent a great deal of time in school. Um, (laughs) I um, probably the majority of my adult life I've spent in some type of nursing program. 
And so while I was working through those programs, that's when my weight would tend to balloon up more. I had times where I was super stressed out from school and would lose a ton of weight as well. So it went both ways, but more so I was on the heavier side than the lighter side. Um, after finishing my first, um, not my first, my second nursing program. So after I completed my bachelor's, I decided that I was going to get a tummy tuck. I had already had both of my kids. I had pretty much decided that I was done having children and I'm ready to get my body back. And so I'm going to invest in myself in this big old surgery and have this tummy tuck done. So about not quite six months after I graduated, I had the surgery. It was a birthday gift to myself. Do I regret having the surgery? Absolutely not. It worked really well. I probably should have done more research on the surgeon that I went to for the surgery. I wasn't really happy with my care. Um, but as far as the end result, I was fairly happy. Um, I had pretty good results. I smaller waist, the, all the extra stomach I had from carrying two babies was gone. And so if you don't know me or my kids, then you don't know how large my children are. Um, my daughter right now, I think she's 5'11". My son, he's just barely getting started. I have no idea how tall he is. He's almost as tall as his sister and he's not even close to done growing. And me, I'm about, I tell people I'm five two, I'm probably more like five one, maybe five and a half inches. So I'm fairly petite and my first child was very large. And so I, I had a lot of stretching going on after working through the surgery, the recovery time was a lot longer than what I anticipated. Um, I was happy. And it also encouraged me to take better care of my body because here I am, I made this investment in this big surgery and I wanted to maintain the results. So I, for a certain period of time, I did what it took. I worked out, I ate better, um, and I was able to maintain that loss for a, a decent amount of time. I, like I said, whenever I go to school, I tend to balloon up a little bit more. And so um, a few years after I finished my bachelor's, I decided to start a master's degree program. And starting that program, I had some major weight fluctuations. Um, initially, I feel like I lost a lot of weight because I was really stressed out um, from working and going to school and having two small children. Once I kind of got that regulated to where I wasn't so stressed out, I was eating a lot and <laughs> and I, I gained a significant amount of weight. Probably the heaviest I've ever been in my life outside of being pregnant was while I was completing my master's degree. That was probably around a hundred and I would say 85 pounds, if I remember correctly. When I had my kids, I was 180 to 185. So I, I remember that I had gained enough weight to where I weighed the same as when I was pregnant. 
Um, so for me, that was completely devastating. Um, but I knew that I could get it off. I just needed to work through my stress, which was school, get that done. And then I could go back to focusing on me and my goals for my body. Somewhere along the line, I felt like if I was skinny, I would be happy. And so that was always the goal. It's get skinny so that you can be happy. Over the next few years after that, I would get skinny. But as soon as I would get down to the weight that I would want to be, I would realize that I wasn't really happy um, and would somehow end up putting it right back on. So that went on for years and years and years, just kind of an up, down, up, down thing. Um, in learning more about myself and my body and the uh, learning about the environment and the different foods and how they grow and how they work inside of us, I noticed that I was having a lot of issues with inflammation. I've never had any formal testing done, so I can't say that I'm um, intolerant to gluten or have allergies, but I know that certain foods cause me to swell up, basically. So that's when I learned about the paleo diet. If you don't know about the paleo diet, I suggest you do a little research and find out more about it. Basically, what it is, is it's the diet that our quote unquote ancestors, or I like to say more like cavemen, I don't know if they're necessarily my ancestors, but this is the diet that the cavemen had way, 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 way back when. There were only certain things around that they could eat, and so that's what they ate, and so this diet is based off of the fact that the foods that we're putting in our body weren't meant to be food. They weren't meant for us. Um, so the, what the diet consists of is um, fresh fruits and vegetables and basically meat from sources that are grass fed. So your grass fed beef and chicken, I don't know which animals eat what, but animals that are not on steroids or antibiotics that aren't kept in cages that are free to live and roam as they should and be happy so that when we eat them we are happy basically the foods that you eliminate in the paleo diet are dairy um, grains which a lot of people get confused on what grains are. So I tell people it's basically anything with wheat or corn in it because corn is not a vegetable, it's a grain. And then artificial sugar. So um, for me, the dairy was hard because I absolutely love cheese. Um, the grains were hard because like if you go to the grocery store and you really go through ingredients on um, boxes, you'll see that there's a grain in almost everything. And then the artificial sugar was hard too, because that's my thing. I love sugar. I love cookies. I love cake. I love all the things sweet in life. And so going into this was hard for me. 
and I didn't really have anybody that talked me into it, talked me into it, talked about it, convinced me to do it. It was just something I kind of found on my own uh, through my own research and figured out that if I indeed do this, that I will absolutely feel better. And so it took a little, it took a little time for me to <laughs> transition into the diet. And it's the type of diet where if you cheat, I mean, you're, you're completely off track because it doesn't take much for your body to react to certain foods. Um, so, you know, it's an all or nothing kind of thing. And I like that because I'm an all or nothing kind of girl. I'm either completely in or completely out. And so through doing this, I probably lost more weight than I've ever lost in my life. Um, naturally, it's, and what I learned was that most of the weight that I had gained was an accumulation of just fluid. Once I got that off, it was easier for me to um, be motivated to work out, to lose fat and build muscle. And so I did really good with the paleo diet for quite a while and then COVID hit. And <laughs> I think just like with everyone, all things just kind of went down the drain after COVID. So, um, but I learned an important lesson. I, um, through eliminating those, those items from my diet, I got a pretty nice detox. It was a really good reset for me. I've been able to add some of the things in, but I know, um, I know myself well enough to know if I'm overdoing it. So one issue that I've had pretty much my entire life is that I've been a terrible sleeper. I would stay up late and I worked night shift for a long time too. So that didn't help. I'd stay up late. I'd have problems falling asleep. I'd have problems staying asleep. And then once I really got into a good sleep, I would get like just sweaty for no reason. Um, I've been to the doctor for this. They've done labs on me. There's nothing wrong. But for some reason, I would just wake up completely drenched. And I never understood why I tried everything under the sun to control it. So I would buy certain sheets made out of certain material. I only wear certain type of pajamas. I'd sleep with the window open, sleep with the fan on, sleep with it off, sleep with um, no sheets, sleep with sheets. I'd sleep naked. I'd sleep however, whatever I could think of to keep myself from sweating and nothing helped. I thought maybe it was alcohol. I stopped drinking alcohol. That didn't help. And so the only thing that ever <laughs> helped me to be able to sleep without waking up completely soaked in sweat was the this diet, um, eliminating sweets. I'm pretty sure it was the sugar, but who knows? It might have been a combination of all three. Um, but eliminating those things, I've really been able to change my life. I sleep like a baby now. Um, and so working through the paleo diet, even though I still don't, I'm not on it right now, I know what triggers me. And I know that if I take in too many of those items that I'm not going to feel good. So that was when I was at my smallest COVID hit. And in the midst of COVID, I decided to pursue a doctorate degree. 
I ended up gaining <laughs> not all of the weight back, but quite a, well, maybe all of it. Let's see. I was probably around this time last year, I was about 172 pounds, which is pretty heavy for me. Like I said, I'm only five, probably five, one, maybe. And so that's quite a bit of weight on someone that's not very tall, but the difference, what there was a difference. It was different. Um, I was heavy, but for some reason or another, there was some type of shift, some type of change in me where, although I knew I was a little bit heavier than what I wanted to be, I was still very accepting of myself and how I looked. Um, I posted a couple of before and after photos of me since I've lost some weight and the photos, I don't look happy, but I mean, that was just for show. If I'm being completely honest, I was happy. Um, I've been very happy with my body for at least the last year. And um, I feel like through accepting my size and who I am and making decisions to pursue my dreams, I've just become a happier person. And through that, I feel like has really been able to facilitate me being able to lose the weight that I want to lose, keep it off, and just be a happier, healthier person. Um, and I did not do it on my own. I have been on the weight loss injections. I started using the semaglutide probably in probably March or April of last year. I started there. It took, uh, I would say, a good month before I really started to notice a change in my appetite. Um, and so I tell people who start the medicine, you know, it's not immediate in everyone. So, you know, it's something that you, some of us have to just try a little bit harder at and stick to it a little bit longer. I was looking for quicker results. I had a vacation coming up and I wanted to be in a bikini. So I did change over to the terzepatide to see if I could speed up my, speed up the process a little bit. And um, I don't know if it sped it up or not, but I definitely lost some weight. Um, I've consi I consistently lost through the summertime. I had a really nice plateau that happened in the fall though. I would say a good two to three months where nothing changed. And I was okay with that because I um, noticed other things. So I can fit in clothes, I could fit in clothes that I hadn't been able to fit in in years and years and years. My scrubs, they fit very nicely. They almost got, I mean, my mediums are falling off of me. The smalls almost got to where they were falling off of me and I wasn't seeing any weight changes, but my body was absolutely changing. Um, another thing I'd like to share is that I, for a very, very, very long time, have been a huge gym advocate. I'm one of those people who are like, okay, you have to get up in the morning, go to the gym and you have to run three miles and do weights every day. And, um, with this in the last year, I haven't been doing that and I don't feel bad about it. I would like to incorporate some type of cardio <laughs> in my routine, but for the most part, I'm getting older. My joints are getting older and I'm more in a state of 
preservation. I want to preserve what I have now. So I don't want to wear out my body and have to have knee and hip and shoulder and all kinds of other things. I was very hard on myself as a young person. I played soccer and um, I can feel that now as I'm getting older. And so for me, being able to lose the weight without without killing myself in the gym has been a huge benefit. Um, I do still encourage regular exercise. I do try to go to Pilates <laughs> twice a week. Sometimes my schedule gets a little bit busy and I don't get to go as much as I want to, but that's absolutely something that I is one of my goals is to do Pilates twice a week. And yeah, that's kind of been my journey very pleased with the loss that I've had. So I started, I said, I started about 172. The last time I weighed myself, I was one, I was one anywhere from 137 to 142. And so that's kind of my range. I, I feel like I was a little bit heavier, but I was, um, overhydrated. I did two IVs. And, um, it was that time of the month. So I was a little bit heavier than what I typically am. I probably need to weigh myself again this week. I just don't, I don't feel like it because I know in my heart and in my head that I'm more than just a number on the scale. I am, I'm, I'm more than what my weight is. And I want to get away from putting so much value in what I weigh. I want to get away from putting so much value in what I weigh. And I want my, I want to pass that on to the people around me as well. So my clients, my children, my family, I want them to know that they're more than what pops up when they step on the scale. So, um, at the end of the day, you you want to improve yourself. You want to make these improvements, but you want to make sure that you're doing them for the right reason. One, that you're doing them for you because you are who you have to answer to, no one else. And I want to just encourage you all to be the best person you can be, live the best life that you can live, and do that by whatever means necessary. You want to be in a space where you are happy with you. So that's my, I didn't expect to talk this long about my, my weight loss journey, but I guess that's just, it just is what it is. So of course, if any of you have any questions, I'm more than happy to answer them. Just reach out to me if there's something that I I mentioned that wasn't quite clear or that you want to know more about, shoot me a message and I will talk to you guys again next. While we strive for accuracy, the world is constantly evolving and facts may change. Therefore, we encourage our listeners to independently verify any information discussed on the podcast. Your thoughts, comments, and feedback are always welcome. Just remember, the journey we embark on together is filled with diverse perspectives and open dialogue.
And that wraps up another uncorked session of Wine with Whitney. Thank you, amazing listeners, for joining me in navigating the twists and turns of life with laughter, honesty, and a touch of wine. Remember, your thoughts matter, your stories are important, and your wines are always welcome here. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, share, and leave a review. It means the world. Stay tuned for more unfiltered conversations. And until next time, this is Whitney signing off. Cheers to embracing the messy, celebrating the wins, and of course, keeping those glasses full. Take care and keep whining with Whitney.